you have to go in with the mindset that you are unapologetic about trusting a process and getting the results that you desire and deserve. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to the Redefining Wealth podcast. Super excited about today's topic. And I say welcome back to my OG listeners, my official purpose chasers. I appreciate you guys so much. And a big welcome to those of you who are brand new listeners. This is your very first episode. And here's what I want you to know. In this community, we believe that wealth is more than money and material possessions. We believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which really gets to the root of well-being. And so as you are on your journey to create more wealth, financial wealth in your life, what we aim to do is make sure that you are aware of all the other areas in life that actually lead to that wealth. A lot of times people know what they want, but they don't realize who they need to become in the process. And so through our six pillars of wealth, which you can go back and check out from the very beginning, about a year ago, we laid out what those pillars are. And so as you subscribe, because I know you'll want to, and stick with us, you'll hear me talk about the fit pillar or the people pillar or the space pillar or faith or work or finally money. And so... Last week, I started to share a bit about me learning to give myself permission to get the support that I need. And I want to continue that because on the flip side, I think a lot of times we ask for support in the form of hopefully advice or coaching. This episode in particular is about coaching. And then I recognize that a lot of people don't accept the coaching. We like to talk about it. We like to ask for it. But then (laughs) we fall off when it comes to actually implementing those things. I think too many of us are really moved by inspiration and not as moved as we should be by implementation. And so this week, I wanted to extend that conversation around giving yourself permission to get the support that you need because it's just necessary. Like there is no way for you to get to the next level that you actually desire all by yourself in a vacuum. And I know today coaching is a buzzword, right? It seems like in the last, I don't know, I would say seven to 10 years, you get the feeling that everyone is a coach of some kind, which in and of itself, that's kind of problematic, but we'll get to that later. But the real thing is that so many say that they want coaching, but then they don't want to follow through and be coachable. And I see in social media quite a bit people blaming the coach for not getting results. I've had people who've reached out to me for coaching and they've said that they signed up for so-and-so's program. And I've asked, did you do everything that they said? Well, no. Okay. Well, then you can't expect to get the results. You you didn't really follow the program. And there's two sides to that because I'm speaking from experience as a coach. I can raise my hands to the heavens and say, I try my best to not overpromise and underdeliver ever. Those of you who are familiar with me at this point, you know I'm not a gimmicks and tricks person. I'm a very, what you see is what you get with me. But I have been on the receiving end of smoke and mirror coaching. And I know that it sucks, but here's why you can't just throw the whole thing away. (laughs) 
because your wealth is on the other side of what you don't currently know. Your ability, wherever you are financially, to get to that next level financially, and you know, for us with the pillars, I'm talking about coaching in any area of your life. This is personal or professional. To get to the next level, you're going to have to uncover some things about yourself, really look for those blind spots and get some guidance that you may not even know what that is yet. You don't know exactly what you don't know. But if you can say, I know that I've brought myself as far as I can take myself in this particular area of life, personally or professionally, then you probably require some form of coaching or guidance. So today, I really want to help you understand what coaching is, how you know when it's time to get that level of support, who it's for, who it's not for. (laughs) And for those of you who have had some poor experiences with coaches in the past, like myself, I'm raising my hand as I sit here, I'm also going to attempt to help you understand why you may have selected coaches that didn't work for you so that you can do better in the selection process in the future. Because I think that with the advent of social media, like we have just really made poor choices, myself included. And you know me, I'm always trying to teach from my experiences, as well as those of people that I have supported, whether it's directly or indirectly. It's not theory. It's like, this is what is going on. And so the first thing that I want you to understand is that coaching is a form of development in which a person called a coach supports a learner or a client in achieving a specific personal or professional goal by providing training and guidance. Now, you know, I'm a big definition person. So this is the definition, a form of development in which a person called a coach supports a learner or a client in achieving a specific personal or professional goal by providing training and guidance. And one of the biggest things that I see right now is that people interchange the words coaching and mentoring quite a bit. I have people who reach out to me all the time and say, I want you to be my mentor. But when they're looking for very specific steps, very specific things. And it's like, no, mentorship is very general. It's kind of about your overall development, just kind of guiding you and steering you in a general direction. Coaching is where it's very, do this, do that. We know what the objectives are. We know what the goals are. And we're going to break it down. And you're going to perform very specific tasks that the coach assigns to you. It's not mentorship. So you wouldn't call the head coach of an NFL team a mentor, right? They're not like, you know, in general, eat healthy, practice every day. (laughs) They're giving very specific plays. And I think the confusion between those two is what messes people up sometimes. I have so many mentors for different areas of my life, but I personally hire coaches when I have a specific objective. When I have a launch or a campaign, you guys have heard me talk about Vernon Ross, who is my podcast coach. I've mentioned him on the podcast several times because literally when I decided to do the Redefining Wealth podcast, instead of Googling to death and possibly looking up information that would be erroneous, 
I chose someone who I trusted, who I know gets results, and who I knew would hold my hand through the process. And several of you have hired Vern, so that's awesome. Keep reaching out to him. But the point was, I had a very specific mission, very specific goal that I was working on. I had a deadline. I wanted to get something done. And this person came in, Vernon Ross, and held my hand and made sure I was accountable and doing very specific tasks and checking things off and giving me more tasks. And so that alone is the difference. And if you want coaching or you think you are a candidate for coaching, you need to understand what that relationship looks like. And so next... I want you to know when you actually need coaching, because for me, it's come up at very specific times. Like with with Vernon, like I said, I wanted to cut the learning curve. I've had speaking coaches in the past, Lisa Nichols. You may have seen her in The Secret or seen her on any number of shows, Good Morning America or all these different places. I met Lisa about five years ago now. And I was going into a season where my book had just come out, Real Money Answers for Every Woman, the first version of it that I self-published. And it was blowing up. I ended up doing several thousand copies in a relatively short amount of time. I had just started on the Steve Harvey Morning Show as a weekly feature on that nationally syndicated show. And I was getting all of these speaking invitations, and I wanted to make sure that I was maximizing those opportunities. And so right before going into a season of, I think, maybe 10 or 12 talks back to back, I was just booked in a very short period of time. Lisa opened up a VIP day to coach me. And you know what I can tell you to this day, in all honesty, I still haven't used 100% of what I learned that day. But four or five years later, I'm still using several of the things. Lisa was the first person to give me permission to tell my whole story about being on the bathroom floor. If you're new here, you don't know that story, you definitely should go back and listen to some past episodes. But she gave me permission to not be perfect in the eyes of my audience, to to share all that I've actually been through. And I really credit that to this day with me being as transparent as I am with the good and the bad on this podcast. It came out of that coaching experience where she very specifically gave me homework and pulled different things out of me. And once I was freed, (laughs) I've been able to go on and tell some really ugly truths about myself, but still build a platform where people know that I'm a real person. And that's why I can relate. And that's why I have compassion. But for so long, I was scared to tell people the ugly truth about myself. And that came out of coaching. So you know you need coaching when you have a specific deadline, you have things that you're trying to get accomplished, and you need someone who's been there, done that, to just walk you through step by step. I know different points in my life when I've just felt plain stuck or like I had plateaued at a certain level. And I knew that I had taken myself as far as I could take myself. There was only so much that I knew. And I knew there was something else missing. I just didn't know how to do it. That's when I knew I needed a coach or when I wanted help just identifying the gaps. Sometimes you know where you are, but you know that you're called to do greater. And there are just gaps between where you see yourself today 
and what you think is possible for the future. And I don't know about you, at different times I've hired coaches because I would see things even online and I'm like, but what did they do? How did they get over there? And instead of spending months or years trying to figure it out, I've always thought that by investing in coaching, I could just shorten that time period and just get my burning questions answered so I could move on. And sometimes we spin ourselves in circles and we go around and around and around and around forever dreaming, but never, never checking anything off the list because we don't just go and get the support that we need. We don't give ourselves permission to. I have known when I needed coaching, for example, right now, you know, I'm in this fitness challenge, this six-week hard body boot camp, and I have coaches, the coaches at the gym. And for me, I knew it was time to get a coach because one, I had taken myself physically as far as I could take myself. And you know, what was working in my 20s is not working in my 30s, okay? (laughs) And I'm like, I have done everything that I've done before. And this was so much easier before. What is going on? What am I missing? And I told my husband one day, I just want to color by number. All I want to do is take it old school and color by numbers. I just want someone to say, do this and this and that. And if you get this mindset together, if you take these actions, if you shift this behavior, you should see the results that you're looking for. And I've learned a lot through my coaches. I don't know if I've shared this with you guys. I think on Alexandra Catalano's episode, Listen to Your Body, I shared, I didn't know at different points in my life with my physical fitness that sugar from fruit was was pretty bad if you were (laughs) overdoing it. So there have been times when I had to hire a nutrition coach because here I am juicing, thinking I am just oh so healthy. And I had to track my food for a week with my nutritionist. And first thing she said when she got it, oh, you sweet girl, you poor misguided soul. (laughs) You think you're so healthy and you are pumping yourself with way too much sugar first thing in the morning from all this fruit. And I had to cut the fruit cold turkey. I went almost a year with no fruit in my diet. Changed my life. And I still do it periodically. I had to get that. Now that I'm in the challenge for fitness that I'm in right now, I learned that I just did, I wasn't eating enough throughout the day. And so my body was starting to hoard fat, was starting to hold on to it because it was never quite sure when I was going to feed it again and when it would get that fat reserve, you know, that it needs to burn throughout the day. And so I just continued to learn things, but I wanted a system. I wanted to color by number. I had read way too many conflicting information. I had Googled way too much conflicting information on YouTube. And I'm like, I want someone who can see me, talk to me, look at me and say, boom, here's the system. Here's what we're going to do. And I can tell you just in the last couple weeks of coloring by number, I'm seeing the results in the way my body is changing physically, in the way that I feel, I'm seeing the results. So those are some times when I really think you need to consider coaching if you're going to help yourself get to the next level. And I would say if you just want to coach because you it's a form of self-care. I think not running yourself ragged, always trying to figure everything out by yourself. 
right, is a form of doing something for yourself. It's a form of self-care. It's a form of self-love. Going, you know what? I'm going to make an investment in me and not letting anyone else shame me and, and make me feel like it's a waste of money to invest in me and whatever level of coaching that is that you need. It's okay. It's actually more than okay. It's necessary for many of us, and it's a big blessing for most of us who are coachable and who find the right coach. Which leads me to, who is coaching for? Coaching is for coachable people, period. (laughs) Coaching is not for know-it-alls, period. (laughs) If you know it all and you are happy with the results that you have taken yourself to, then do not hire a coach and do not go get on someone else's nerve. Keep that to yourself. (laughs) And I think I heard every coach in their cars, at their desk, wherever, just say amen and hallelujah. Keep that to yourself if you're not going to be coachable. Any coach who who has worked their way is more committed to your results than they are to just getting a check from you. It does not make me feel good to accept money from someone who is going to turn around and do nothing. I would sooner just refund you. If you are not serious about doing the work, about showing up, about being committed to the process, why are you here? Coaching is for coachable people. I hear from people every day in my DMs. I kid you not. I don't know that two days goes by without hearing from someone who asks me for some form of help. Do you know this? Are you familiar with that? And I do my best to respond and reply to everyone that I can. I really do. And sometimes you guys send me messages that disappear. And if they disappear, that's on you because I don't know how to keep up. But I try to reply to everyone. And the thing that gets me is that people will ask for help and then not take the advice. What are you asking me for? I have I was at an event not too long ago and started chatting with this woman and we start talking about different things in her business and I literally on the spot it's the coach in me right I started giving her ideas and opening up my phone and showing her social media pages and saying here's an idea here's something you can do and everything that I said she gave me a reason for why it was not possible for her she gave me an excuse or some rationale about why that would not work for her. And it got to the point where I just said, well, then you, you just not coachable. <laughs> like, you don't really want support. You like to talk about wanting support, but you don't want support. Here I am giving you advice that people pay me for every week. And you are telling me why that doesn't work and it's not plausible for you and all this stuff. It's like, if you're not coachable, stop wasting people's time. Because to get the results you've never had, you are going to have to do things you've never done. You may have to do things you've never heard of. You may have to do things that are going to stretch you beyond your comfort zone. If you want a bank account that far supersedes any bank account you've ever experienced, you're going to have to get out of your financial comfort zone the limit and the ceiling that you've set for yourself, this is as far as people like me go. This is as far as people around me go. This is as far as anyone in my family has ever gone. 
And the reason you don't accept coaching is because you have this story about that's as far as you can go. And there's a fear somewhere in there that is keeping you from trying new things, trying different things, experimenting with the ideas or ideals that a coach will put before you because you are in that financial comfort zone. And that is a mindset that you have to recognize and be willing to recondition. Because if you're going to be successful with coaching, you're going to have to meet the specific tasks that your coach lays out for you. If every time your coach gives you a task and you half-ass it, you're not, it's not bothering them. You've paid. You're half-assing yourself, not the coach. It kills me when people think that they are doing something to spite the coach. You've already paid. To me, it's the equivalent of people burning their Nike <laughs> stuff in the protest of Nike and this whole thing that's going on. It's like, okay, you're burning all your Nike clothes. Well, you already paid for it. So I don't know who you're punishing. Is it Nike? Really? Are you punishing them? If you don't do the work that your coach lays out for you, you're not punishing the coach. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting your family because they don't get to see you in the best light or the best version of you. You're hurting your potential clients. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting that employer that wishes they could have someone like you, but you don't want to listen to the career coach who's telling you how to change your LinkedIn. Like, what is that about? If you don't want to color by numbers, don't invest in the coloring book. If you don't trust the coach, why did you hire them? Being coachable means you're going to trust the process. You're going to say, I don't know why they keep telling me to do this or to get that done, but I am committed to trusting the process. Because clearly and hopefully they have some result that I want. And because I don't know all the steps to get there, I'm going to trust that when they tell me to take step one, step two, step three, I don't have to see the whole staircase. I'm just going to take the next best step. For me, a great example of this right now is in the gym, right? When my coaches say straighten up or put your shoulders back or point your toes or whatever, I don't question them. I don't tell them how I'm going to modify the exercise like I know better. I don't know Jack. (laughs) That's why I'm there. They have the bodies I want. They have the physiques, the energy, the posture, the stamina, the strength that I want. So I'm going to shut up and suck it up and trust them. I'm paying them to get a result. Why would I sit up there and argue with them? And they're also the ones like they're hovering over me. They're hovering above me or they may be facing me, looking at me, and they can see all the angles I can't. They can see how misaligned my body is. They can see how poor my posture is. They can see that. And all I can see (laughs) is wanting to get out of there. So I'm just trying to get it done and get out of there, which means that I'm not always on point with the full movements or the full range of what I should be doing because I'm trying to hurry up and get out, which is what we do. And what people do nowadays with hiring a coach is they assume that the results will be done for you. So I hired you, I paid you, and now voila, poof, abracadabra, 
some type of magic is supposed to happen. I always tell my clients, we're here to co-create magic. I can't make your magic happen. You got to show up for that. And nowadays, people just want to get it done. You want it to be over. But the truth is, if you commit and you don't skip steps and you color by numbers and you follow the routine, you're going to not only get the results this time, you'll know how to rinse and repeat this system or this method for next time. Like when I got coaching on writing my book, that was in 2011. In 2012, my first book came out. I follow the same process. I follow the same process to this day. I got support around that from a brother named Hotep. I don't know if he's still teaching this type of course, but he coached me through that process in 2011 and it's 2018 and I still benefit from understanding every piece of that process. I can still walk other people through it now because I didn't skip steps, because I didn't say, well, I want him to do half of it. I'm just going to write. No, there was a bigger picture here. And that's what happens when we trust the process and we remain coachable. But my last point is that you have to choose a coach that you actually trust. I did a Periscope on this when I was really popping on Periscope. (laughs) I really was. I haven't logged in it forever. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, on Periscope, I did a whole session around how to hire a coach. And it was really out of the frustration of seeing different people in my community constantly hiring these coaches for the absolute wrong reasons and then being upset when things did not work out. And I can't tell you how many times I've done what I call breakthrough sessions. So when someone wants to coach with me, we get on the phone first and we see if I'm a good fit. And more than half of the people are never a good fit for me. So I try to refer them to other people. And what happens is I refer to other people who are more in alignment with what I believe they need uh, because I don't believe in being a jack of all trades, right? So I'll say, no, you know, here's someone who I really think, here are a couple people. And then I see them with someone completely different. And I'm not saying you have to listen to me, but someone completely different. And then when the program that you paid for never launches or when you don't really get what you came for, you know, I'm like, well, I was referring you to someone who I know to have integrity, who I know to have (laughs) values, morals, something. And you went with the person who was more popular on Instagram? Hmm. You went with a person because they strategically positioned their Chanel bag and their business class ticket into a photo about hustling and grinding? That made them worthy of your investment? You cannot choose a coach because they are popping online. You cannot choose a coach because they present themselves to have the big house, the big car, the big bags, the big whatever. There are plenty of people with big fancy cars that they can barely put gas in, but they keep that car up because they know that some of us are so enamored with things like that, that we don't pay attention to the fruits of their work 
We just look at the facade. And so when you get taken advantage of because there was no substance there, you mad at everybody, at all coaches. It's not fair. You can't even choose a coach who only can get results for themselves. If they haven't helped anyone else transform in some form or fashion, then they may not be a teacher. They can be an advocate. Maybe they're a mentor giving you general direction. But if they can't break it down step by step and actually help you flush out whatever coaching type of coaching you want to do, it's not safe. I always say the proof is in the people. The proof is in the people. And if you can't find anyone who can say that this person has supported them in some form or fashion with actually achieving their intended goal or results, why would you give them money? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like even people who are new at coaching, when I first started out with coaching, I probably worked with like 20, 25 people because I wanted to, and I'm talking about for free or darn near free. When I started out, I did a lot of bartering. So I was bartering business coaching with the person who did my hair, with the person who did my nails, with my eyebrow person, who I'm proud to say several of them are still popping to this day. I really came in at a time when they were trying to build their businesses too. And we just supported each other. But there was proof there. So I could use the fact that I did support them as my testimonials. They were were able to endorse my work. And so I even, and don't DM me on this. I know people are going to want to fight on this, but listen to my full thought before you head to a DM. Just because someone even has a certification in coaching does not mean they are equipped to support you yet. Now, like I just said, we all need to start somewhere, which is why I'm really glad that a lot of the programs now encourage people to work with real life folks, not just friends and family, so that they can get their hours. And that is so necessary. So if you are someone who's like, anybody I coach with, I need to see the certification. Wonderful. But look at the full program and make sure they've had to help other people. But I've seen the debates in social media between people who have no certification but are effective and people who have a million certifications, but seem to enjoy being in school more than they do actually supporting people in real life. And you know what I'm talking about. You know, you have that cousin that has a certification and everything, but helps no one. So I think ultimately as a client, what I'm encouraging you to do is just be aware of who you're talking to right? And make decisions that feel right for you, but they can't feel right because someone has a fancy purse. You have to watch people. You have to research them. If there are testimonials on their websites, Google is your friend. Google those people. Find their social medias. DM them. Ask them, what was your experience like with so-and-so? People will be honest. I have to tell you, For whatever reason, I'm still listed on people's stuff (laughs) that I coached with many, many years ago. And many people I've had amazing experiences with. It's so funny to me that the people where I haven't had the best experiences tend to leave me on their websites. And you can't figure that out. So I'm not saying (laughs) I'm not like knocking anyone where you may see me on their website. I'm not at all. But I have seen where... I'm on someone's website. I get a random email or a DM where someone asks me about my experience. And I always tell the truth. 
And many people are great coaches. Maybe their program just wasn't a fit for me. And if I say, if, you know, that was my reality, then I'll say that. And I'll do my best to highlight the great stuff, but also be honest about where it fell off for me. And I'm always careful to give people grace and say, you know, but now they've been doing it for X amount of years. So perhaps that's improved. My testimonial was from 2000 whenever, and you may want to look for some more recent people. I always do that. And if you are a past client of mine, you know, I would encourage you to do that. Tell people the year that you coach with me and say you may want to find someone more recent. I don't think I have any on my website past three years or so. I usually try to freshen them up. But still, it's our job to do our due diligence. Do your homework. Be aware. I am so intentional about not posting my purses or where I'm sitting on the flight or... I know when I had the YouTube videos really going that in the intro, you guys saw my last house and we just wanted it to be a home feeling. I really wanted people to feel like they were coming into my home and we were having these discussions. However, outside of that, I've always been really careful because I didn't want people coming to me for my stuff. I didn't want people coming to me just for the association or just because it seemed cool or, you know, I don't want to be your flavor of the month. (laughs) I don't. I'm not really interested in that. I want to support purpose-driven entrepreneurs on how to really go from knowing what their purpose is to defining what that platform is that's going to help them monetize their God-given gifts unapologetically. I don't have a desire for looky-loos My girlfriend always laughs, but I'm always like, I'm not looking for new best friends. And sometimes people go into coaching relationships because they want to be friendly with the coach. That's dangerous. Can I be real? Now, I'm cool with all my clients, but the people that I accept always, they come to work. They come to do the work. And the minute I don't feel like someone is committed to doing the work is the minute I tell them that I'm not the best fit or I can find someone else or try to direct them to someone else to support them. But my goal with this podcast even was to put such amazing talent in front of you so that you would have a resource if you were ever in need of a coach in any area, right? So I talked about Alexandra Catalano. She's a nutrition coach. I know, let's see, Brandy Harvey coaches on transitioning to like plant-based diets and going beyond, which is really hard for many carnivores who desire to do better in that area. Sherry Riley has been on. She's a personal development coach. She teaches people about not spending 100% of their time on 10% of who they are. Brittany Castro, she, I believe, does personal finance coaching, even through her work as a financial planner. You've heard from her. There's Marshawn Evans. There's Sharia Jackson, who supports people in relationships. I have brought so many different people I know I'm interviewing a communication coach for you guys. They're going to be a part of the New Year Results Not Resolution series. I want to keep putting people in front of you, but that's just the start. You still got to do your research. You still have to do your homework. You still have to ask questions. You can't be blinded by their association with me or anyone else or by their celebrity or by their online popularity If you are serious about getting the support that you need 
being more aware of those blind spots and those behaviors that you don't realize are actually jeopardizing your progress. Many of us are self-sabotaging in one area or another and don't even realize it. Then you're going to probably need some form of support and it's okay. I want you to give yourself permission and not be ashamed of needing help. And I know for a long time, I was in different circles where people considered it a form of weakness or they kind of looked down on people like you should be able to do that and you should know how to do that. Listen, I know what I know how to do and it's brought me as far as I've come. If I want to go further, I need help. And needing help doesn't always look like going back to school or going to get another degree or going to get another certification. Needing help might be signing up for someone's four-week or eight-week or 12-week program. I think that you can get results so much quicker when you invest in someone who is results-oriented. Like, I don't want my clients to need me forever. I want to be their starting point so that they're prepared for the next level of coaching, whatever that looks like for them as they go on and build their platform. So I know what my niche is. And so if you are, again, finding coaches who are serious about results and you're ready to be coachable, you have to go in with the mindset that you are unapologetic about trusting a process and getting the results that you desire and deserve. And so here's my homework for you this week. I want you to think about the pillars. Think about them. In the fifth pillar, do you need a nutrition coach? Do you need a personal trainer? Do you need an herbalist? What do you need in order to go to the next level in your fit pillar journey? And I should also say, do you need a therapist? I mean, I know that sometimes that line gets blurred, but we also talk a lot about mental fitness and maybe you need a life coach to kind of help you through that piece. What is it that you really feel like you need? In the people pillar, do you need a communication coach? Do you need a relationship coach? Do you need a parenting coach? Yes, I have a girlfriend who has done parenting coaching to help her relate to her daughter and she had great success with it. What do you need? In the space pillar, do you need a clutter clearing coach? And yes, that is a real thing. Look it up. There's a certification for it. There's a coach for anything that you need. And maybe for some of you, you just needed an awareness around the fact that there truly is a coach for anything that you need. Go and get the support that you need. In the faith pillar, could it be a meditation coach? I don't know. A breathing coach, someone who helps you with being still and silent. And I don't know. I don't know what all those things are, but you know where you feel stuck. You know where you feel like you've plateaued and you've done as much as you could do with what you know. You know if you have that nudge and that urge and that yearning and that calling and that burning desire to do more or to be better in a certain area. You know that. In the work pillar, do you need a business coach? Do you need a media coach? Do you need a speaking coach? Do you need a podcast coach? All of these I've had, by the way. (laughs) What do you need? Do you need someone to help you flush out your purpose? What do you need?
in the money pillar. Do you need a financial coach? That was my coaching certification. Initially was actually as a financial coach. I don't do that anymore. But when people reach out to me about it, I always try to steer them in the right direction of other financial coaches out there that still work with people one-on-one. Right? Like there is something for everyone. One of the people I'm going to bring you Uh, Early in 2019, I believe as well, is someone who coaches women in particular through how to use the stock market, how to be in the know about the terminology and when to do what, just the process. Like there is a coach for everything and it's okay. Don't shy away or run away or think that everyone is trying to scam you. There's actually people out there who have done the work, they've had the success, they have the results that you want, and you can shorten your learning curve by doing your research first, hiring someone that's a great fit for you, and then trusting the process and not trying to skip steps and modify The more you modify, the more you make a mess of it for yourself. You really do. So my question is, what do you need? Where do you need support? Where are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Where are you ready to color by numbers and just get the guidance you need instead of trying to Google everything? And I want to be clear. I don't care where you need coaching, right? I just want you to understand that it's an investment in you becoming your best self. And it's a part of you getting to the wealth that you desire. If this idea of coaching irritates you, annoys you, irks you, scares you, then I want to invite you to really look at the mindset behind that and and try to understand why that is. I can't answer that for you. But I want you to sit with it and, and figure out why that is. I know that without media coaching, I would not have been invited to go back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show and have a weekly segment for the four years that I did. I know without media coaching, I would have fumbled going on Fox News and telling my entire story from building a seven-figure business to ending up in bankruptcy and scraping up change. I needed help in how to package that and be able to talk in sound bites and get through the message that I wanted to get through, but still be comfortable, still know how to breathe, still know how to hold my face, still know how to (laughs) keep my composure when I'm on certain shows and people say things that are totally not in alignment, right? (laughs) And be able to say with grace and ease, gently correct people. I learned that through coaching, My ability to get on the stage and share my story and bear it all, I learned that in coaching. The way I show up on this podcast, because I'm telling you, you heard in, I think, our 50th episode with Vernon Ross, my podcast coach, I was getting ready to have all kind of crazy stuff on here because I thought I needed the bells and the whistles And I thought I needed a random guy's voice introducing me. And I thought I needed all these transitions. And Vernon, my coach, just really walked me through being okay with being me. And that has proven to be wildly successful. But had I not had coaching, 
I would have been Googling and looking at what everyone else is doing and piecing together some crap that I could not have sustained because it wouldn't have even felt good for me. Relationship coaching, without that, don't know where my husband and I would be. I'm telling you, I don't care where you start, but I do want you to consider getting the support that you need. So again, last week and this week is just about giving yourself permission to get the support you need. And I would love to hear your feedback. It was really heavy on my heart to talk about this. And so I hope that it's a blessing, especially to those of you who really shy away from the idea of it. I hope I've said something that encourages you to just take a second look. But I want to get your feedback. So official Purpose Chasers, you can tell me, of course, in our Patreon group. That's at IamAPurposeChaser.com, the official community for the Redefining Wealth podcast. And if you want to learn more about how you can support the podcast and be supported in return with amazing rewards and some really great conversations, check out IamAPurposeChaser.com. But until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. Bye.